Right, this next report is coming from the this is coming from the National Post. It says here a credit a social credit system aimed at modifying climate change behavior is being deployed in Italy. Italy will become the first European nation to implement a social credit system where citizens will be rewarded for their good behavior. Oh, isn't that nice and globalistly? <laughs> That's not a word. Um, nice and new world orderly, right? I, I mean, look, look, Italy will become the first European nation to implement a social credit system where citizens will be rewarded for their good behavior. What is good behavior? What is good behavior? Following whatever big daddy government tells you to do, following their instructions, being a good little slave. I know people give Alex Jones shit, but he was right. It really is a prison planet. He was right on that. Cause say whatever you you know, whatever. I don't, you know. How you feel is how you feel, but truth is truth. We're living in a prison planet. And that's what the globalists want is a prison planet where everyone is a slave. Unless you're in that top really one percent. People say five percent, you know, whatever. Aaron Russo did a um, interview where he was talking about, was it Nick Rockefeller that he was talking about who spoke to him and was bragging about how they're going to divide the world up, right? Like, you know, Rothschild is going to own this part of this continent over here and then this continent over here is going to belong to such and such Rockefeller and so on. I don't remember exactly what was said. I, I saw it a long time ago. Um, probably won't see it on YouTube, but I'm pretty sure someone has it on BitChute or Rumble or somewhere. I, um, not to get into my personal life, but my ex-girlfriend is completely, she's a completely delusional dingbat. And I made the mistake recently. I hadn't, I hadn't spoke to her in a long time. And um, I made the mistake last year of uh, telling her that I hadn't received the pop shot, you know, the 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 juice, right? You know what I mean? The, the vax, the, the jabby. The jabity jab jab, right? So she being a nurse got all pissed off and offended because, you know, liberals are stupid like that. They they get offended by what you do. You know what I mean? They're the, they're the, they're the only people in the world that get offended by what you do, even if it doesn't affect their personal life. But um I 
I uh, made a statement about how Nicki Minaj at the time was not wanting to take the pop shot and how Twitter melted down. And she said, man, I can't even speak my mind. It's like I'm living in a communist country. And I said that to my my ex-girlfriend. I was like, look, you know, even people like Nicki Minaj are realizing that, you know, we're moving towards a communist society. And she said, how are we living in a communist society? In what way? Name five ways that we're living in a communist society. Well, I just so happened to have worked for the uh, Chinese embassy at one point. And uh, I have a lot of... Um, I don't want to use the word intel, but I know things, right? I understand the way that society is structured. And I saw with my own eyes during the pandemic the way the U.S. was moving towards a more China-like society, right? Um, so Italy, this is what they do. This is what the globalists do. They work their way around the U.S. They don't hit the U.S. first. What they do is they'll hit a European They'll hit a European uh, nation first, a European uh, country first. See how that works out. Just like with Canada, you know, same thing. Um, they'll try them first and then work its way to the U.S., right? So this is why this is important. I'm going to read this again. Italy will become the first European nation to implement a social credit system where citizens will be rewarded for their good behavior. Now, remember during the pandemic, what country was spoken of in the beginning? You may not remember, but Italy was being talked about the most. Italy had complete lockdown. They were like the first ones. You may not remember. I'll refresh your memory. Okay. I'll read this again so you catch what I'm throwing at you. Italy will become the first European nation to implement a social credit system where citizens will be rewarded for their good behavior. Here we go. You see the pattern? You see where I'm going with this, right? Um, starting in the fall of 2022, the city of Bologna will begin. I don't even know if I said that right. But they will begin a new pilot project. Um, it says citizens who display good behavior, such as correctly recycling. They, there goes your climate change agenda, right? Correctly recycling and using public transportation will be rewarded. Here we go with the climate change. False flag is coming. I'm telling you, it's going to be some major, massive hurricane. And they're going to say, oh, my God. The only reason why this is happening is because of oil, big oil drilling, People are walking around too much. People are driving. 
cars are bad, cars are evil. We must monitor, track, and trace your mileage. You must report to us on a daily basis how much and how often and how far you drive. telling you this is what they're planning it says here the Bologna I think I'm saying it right maybe not the Bologna uh, municipalities um, is deploying a smart citizen wallet oh a smart citizen smart citizen wallet so you have to be a dumb dipshit new world order slave uh, to the globalists in order to be considered a smart citizen, right? Smart citizen wallet, which will be the primary method for citizens to collect digital coins. Oh, man, this is all tied in together. Great article by the National Pulse. Digital coins in exchange for behavioral changes. You're going to get money to be a good slave to the globalists. Isn't that just wonderful? Based on the given scores, a person can also receive discounts for local shops. Well, damn, I will be damned. Doesn't this sound like slavery? Your slave masters reward you for being a good slave. That's what this is. It says the primary argument for this program is to save resources and promote climate-friendly behavior. Well, damn. Well, I'll be damned. As reported by Bologna today, um, I'm going to, Butcher this name here, Massimo Bugani, Bugani, Massimo Bugani, the counselor, the counselor for the digital agenda in north in the northern city, said that while no one will be forced to use this application, he expects a high use, high user uptake. Excuse me, can't read today. It says in its current state. The system will not be tied to others, such as online identification and social media usage. Oh, well, that's a damn lie. That, that, is, that is a damn lie. They're going to tie it all together by the time this is over. I promise you. It says, given the increasing interest by the European Union, some fear it is only a matter of time before more regions and nations will implement Similar methods to solve social issues. Germany, Austria, with the ID Austria, right, have already accelerated their respective digital ID plans. Both countries are introducing new platforms to integrate, um, integrate uh, more public services and IDs, digitize mail. They're going to digitize mail. Well, damn. And 
even national passports uh, says these new measures have been introduced under the auspicious of solving, um, quote, bureaucratic problems and saving resources. Um, says in 2021, Von Deer Lien said, every time an app or website asks us to create a new digital identity or to easily log via a big platform, we have no idea what happens with our data. That is why the commission will propose a secure European e-identity, one that we trust. Oh, wow. One that we trust. Mm. Good old New World Order um, uh, ID here. One that they trust. You know, a system that they trust. Says one that we trust that any citizen can use anywhere in Europe to do anything from paying taxes to renting bicycles. Ooh. Isn't that nice and newer orderly? Says, given the amount of data such a platform could log on every EU citizen, it says a looming privacy nightmare seems inevitable. The European ID wallet app began its testing phase in 2021 and will also deploy in the fall of 2022. Right on time for that false flag Russian cyber attack. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? The Russian cyber attack, the false flag, is going to be their way of getting rid of the Internet today as we know it and to begin Internet 2.0. Well, really 3.0. And it started with the censoring on YouTube and Twitter and everywhere else. That was the test run. And they're going to move forward with censoring the entire Internet, not just big tech, social media platforms. Right? Social credit scores coming to the United States of America. I promise you. You're going to see it in Canada. And after Canada, it's going to come to the U.S., It's going to be very interesting. And they're going to use crypto, digital. They're going to have their own uh, digital wallet. Okay? And all your other cryptos will not be worth shit. And I hate to say that. It's the truth. I'm telling you. Watch. I'm telling you. That's what I see them doing. I'm just giving my opinion. But you can see where this is going. You can clearly see where this is going and what this is all leading up to. Complete control of U.S. citizens because that's who they're most concerned about. The people with the guns and who has the guns? U.S. citizens. They don't give a shit about these other people. They already control them. 
They don't care about the Chinese. The Chinese, they already control them. They already control um, these Latin nations, Latin countries. They're already in control of them. They can do what they, whatever the hell they want to do in Africa. They're not worried about them. Who are they worried about? They're worried about the U.S. citizens. Why? Because they got guns. <laughs> That's why. It's a war strategy. Just watch. Watch and see what happens. Okay, we got more Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Fear tactics coming from the elites. Uh, this is coming from the sociable. Sociable.com. It says here, five eyes countries urge critical infrastructure groups to prepare for Russian cyber attacks. So they're, you know, they're, they're really hyping up this cyber attack thing. So here we go with the false flag from Russia. Um, the elites are probably going to do what I've been saying they're going to do. Uh, they're going for the big shebang. And I said this before and I'll say it again. What I'm getting from them, they are throwing shit up against the wall and they're trying to see what sticks. All right. So you have the bird flu. You have food shortages that they're telegraphing and they're signaling that. And you have the Russian cyber attacks. Now, that's the main one that I'm really keeping my eyes out for. Um, the bird flu thing is kind of like hit or miss, they've already ran that play. They've already done that with the with the pandemic of 2020. So I'm looking and I'm going, mm, I don't think they see much gain from that. But the false flag Russian cyber attack makes more sense as to why they would go with that now because it benefits them in so many different ways. And um, just to name a few, um, it, it would justify a war with Russia. Um, they could shut down the Internet, stop communication online, and then they could start a pandemic from there. Um, cause if you don't have most people, people are communicating online. All right. Everything's hooked up to the, to the internet. So, um, that makes sense to me. Information, we're in the information age because of the internet. Right. And that would completely shut off communication. You won't be able to um, determine or decipher what's real and what's fake and 
you will, you would have to rely on mainstream media is what I'm trying to say, because what's happening right now during this great awakening, people are moving away from mainstream media. But if you shut down the Internet or you or you create a situation where people are limited on the Internet, which I can see them doing, not just completely shutting down the Internet, but limiting it and creating a situation where people have to use an ID and they they have to be they have to give up all their information which people are going to argue and say well they're doing that already anyway but what i'm saying is limited access to certain websites like, you're not going to be able to go on InfoWars, right? You're not going to be able to go on PitChute, <laughs> you know, and and watch Richie from Boston. I, you know, I'm just throwing something out there. I'm just, you get where I'm coming from, right? They've already censored the hell out of YouTube. So, yeah, you can go on YouTube, but what are you going to get? What what are you gonna watch? Dogs playing around, you know. Some some woman uploads a video of her cute puppy playing in the backyard. You're not gonna be able to access serious, real information that's pertinent to today's times, right? I could very well see them doing this. If I had to guess, just going with my gut instinct, false flag cyber attack from Russia, it makes so much sense. Then you have the 2020, excuse me, 2022 November elections um, they could steal another. They can steal another one. Steal another election, and then how are you going to prove it? You, you're not able to. You're not able to go on um, Project Veritas anymore. Not with limited access to the internet. And who is Project Veritas going to disclose or, or, or share that information with? Where you going to go on Twitter? They're going to cut that off. They're going to close that account immediately. They're going to censor that immediately. Even though, you know, Elon Musk is buying Twitter from what I'm hearing or whatever. But I'm just, I'm, you know, this is game theory, right? I'm thinking like how they think. They, they are desperate at this moment because the pandemic did not do what they wanted it to do. Yes. Did it crush small business? Yes. Did it, did it screw the middle class up? Yes. Were they able to pass all kinds of draconian laws and mandates for a moment? Yes. But people are tired of this shit and they fear the people uprising. Right. They fear it. They have to get control back. They are backed into a corner. What happens to any animal that you back into a corner is going to fight for his life. That's when it's the most dangerous. 
Again, you can say I'm looking at everything glass uh, half empty, whatever. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking because I'm I, I think how they think, right? So again, this is an article from the Sociable Five Eyes countries urge critical infrastructure groups to prepare for Russian cyber attacks citing malicious cyber activity as being part of the Russian playbook countries belonging to the five eyes intelligence alliance issue a joint cybersecurity advisory urging critical infrastructure groups to prepare for Russian cyber attacks so they are pushing this narrative hardcore okay they want to get it this reminds me so much is eerie. This reminds me so much of Osama bin Laden. When Osama bin Laden was, I don't, I forget, was he the number one terrorist or, or person of interest in the, on the FBI's most wanted list, like through the late nineties? Even though CNN was able to go and interview him, but they act like they couldn't find him. Like the FBI couldn't locate them. <laughs> I mean, these people, you know. But they had already put it in everyone's mind that this guy, Osama bin Laden, was was uh, this mastermind terrorist. So that when they pulled off 9-11, guess what? They were able to just go, it was Osama. Even though he's CIA. Right. So. What they're doing right now is they're prepping your mind. They're preparing the normies, the dumbasses who still haven't woken up to COVID and the pandemic and what really happened with that completely. All they know is that they're tired of wearing a mask and they don't want to get 30,000 boosters. But they still don't under they they still don't quite understand what happened. You understand what I'm saying? So in comes the next crisis, because as Rahm Emanuel once said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Here's the next new crisis: Russian cyber attacks. And they could play with this thing. And people might say, man, why are you giving them ideas? I'm not giving them ideas. This is how they think. They could play with this thing. You know what they could do? They could shut it down one day, open it back up another day, shut it down again, and go on and on and on. Until they finally get their Internet 2.0 completely, you know, because that's what they do. They they destroy and rebuild. So they would destroy the old internet completely. <laughs> right? And then come back later on with this new version of the internet where you have to give up all your sensitive information and you're only able to access the sites that they want you to access. So you want to go to YouTube? Sure. Go to YouTube. Watch those funny little cat videos, those cat and dogs playing together. You won't be watching 
uh, any, uh, not just podcasters, but content creators that debunk the mainstream narrative. They are desperate. They're desperate, so anything can happen right now. We are in a very dangerous time period right now, whether you know it or not. I, I keep telling these people, they keep getting comfortable. They're like, oh, we won. We defeated the globalists. Think that if you want to. These people strategize constantly day and night. They've dedicated their life to screwing your life up, whether you know it or not. And while you are thinking that things are going back to normal and it's going to be a red wave come November and these people are going to jail and, you know, granted, it could happen like that. It could happen like that. Who knows? Who knows? Because there's a lot of... um, uh, misinformation. Um, we won't know until the smoke clears exactly who was who, who's working with who. We'll find that out when the smoke clears. But what I'm saying for the time being, I would be on high alert. I would be getting prepared for this. Um, keep in mind that that. CBS News uh, 60 Minutes uh, broadcast where uh, U.S. officials said that they expect a Russian cyber attack soon. Okay? Keep that in mind. It says here, back to this article from The Sociable, it says here, on Wednesday, the cybersecurity authorities of Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US issued a joint cybersecurity advisory to urge critical infrastructure network defenders to prepare for and mitigate potential cyber threats, including destructive malware, ransomware, DDoS attacks, and cyber espionage by hardening their cyber defense and performing due diligence in identifying indicators of malicious activity, end quote. While the threat of Russian cyber, um, excuse me, while the threat of Russian cyber attacks may be very real and imminent false flag operations faking the origins of cyber attacks and conducting influence operations are all hallmarks of the five eyes along with many other documented deception tactics with contributions from CrowdStrike, Google, Looking Glass um cyber Google, Looking Glass Cyber Mandiant, Microsoft, and SecureWorks, the CSA, is meant to warn organizations that Russian invasion of Ukraine could expose organizations both within and beyond the region to increase malicious cyber activity coming from the Russian government itself for other non-state cybercrime groups. So 
this is um this is very critical here. Um this is a joint effort. Okay. This isn't just poopy pants Joe Biden popping off at the mouth. Okay? This is this is you you got the FBI, the CIA, cyber defenders all involved in this, all wrapped up in this. So their attention is pointed towards this. While you're sleeping, they're game strategizing, okay? All their focus and attention is on this. Again, let me let me read this part off again. I'm sorry. Um, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US issued a joint cybersecurity advisory to urge critical infrastructure network defenders to prepare for and mitigate potential cyber threats. And it's supposed to be coming from Russia. This is a joint operation here. All of the energy of the globalists and the New World Order is moving or has moved towards cyber attack. What will that do? Like I said, there's a number of things that they could benefit, that could number of things that that benefits the New World Order's operation and help further their agenda towards Agenda 2030. You must remember the time period we are in. It is 2022. They were already, you had Agenda 21, okay? They're not going to let Agenda 2030 slip from their grasp. Excuse me. They're not going to do it. They've come too far. They've dumbed down the public. They've emasculated men <laughs> everywhere. Okay? They put too much time and effort. I'm looking at it from their perspective. They've waited too long. Whatever it takes, that's what they're going to go with. There's so much they can get from a cyber attack, not just censorship, but also um, a lot of people have online jobs. Imagine how they could control um, the workplace, the, the impact it would have on the workplace. You know, a lot of people go to work <coughs> and they leave their office they take their work home with them, right? So this is very critical to understand the importance of what they're signaling with this supposed Russian cyber attack. A lot going on in this world. Uh, I have a lot to go over. Man, there's so many things happening so fast, you can't even keep up with the news anymore. Former CDC director 
says the, blur, the bird flu is the real pandemic. Um, it says that the C-19 was just practice. That's coming from the activist post. Former CDC director Robert Redfield has stated that the bird flu will jump to humans and be highly fatal in the coming great pandemic for which the C-19 was a mere warm-up. So, the elites, again, are telegraphing. They are signaling what the next big thing will be. And I've been saying for the longest time that what I believe they are doing and what they have done is this. They let people feel like they're going back to normal. They're letting people get comfortable. Putting everyone at ease. Remember what happened right before the pandemic. Everything was... You, you had all of these distractions. You had the Russia, Russia, Russia. You had... um. What was the other thing? You had the situation with Iran. Okay, you had the false flags in Iran. John Bolton was trying to hype up a war with Iran. And then out of nowhere, the pandemic hit. Out of nowhere. It was literally out of nowhere. Some people saw it coming. Some people saw it coming because they were they were paying attention to certain things that was that was happening in the background. You had event two hundred one, um, so if you were paying attention to those things, then yeah, you caught on early. But for the most part, it caught everyone off guard. They have become so emboldened by what they were able to pull off with the pandemic that I think that now they're just, they feel like they can just come out and tell you what they're going to do next. So this bird flu is their next move, supposedly, right? Or at least that's what they're signaling. So while we have another Russia, 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 if you can kind of see where I'm going with this, we have another Russia, Russia, Russia. The situation with Russia and Ukraine, and you're getting fake information and fake news, and it's showing old video footage from 2015. You have footage from games, from video games, that they're pretending that that's war footage. Meanwhile... <laughs> Former CDC director is telling you that a bird flu is coming and it's going to hit. It's going to jump from human to human. Amazing. Amazing. These people are narcissistic. And they do not feel remorse. They have no sympathy uh, they feel like they can never be, not the word caught, caught is the wrong word, because they don't care if they get caught. 
They feel like they're untouchable. They feel like they can do. They feel like they can do whatever the hell they want to do, and no one's going to do anything to them. They are bold as hell. So, this is, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they actually pull the trigger on this and actually try to move forward with this new pandemic. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I know what social media looks like. And I know that the narrative is being run that everyone's taking the the, the shot and everyone is uh everyone still believes the mainstream media, but a lot of those people on Twitter are bots. So a lot of times you're arguing with bots and you're arguing with not just trolls, but you're arguing with people who are paid to push a certain narrative. Um, administrators of Twitter and big tech, and you don't realize it, right? In other words, what I'm saying is I believe there's less normies than what we believe, at least on, on, on the Internet. And even some of the normies are like, they're tired of this shit. Um, I know certain people that last year were completely with the mask mandates and everything else, and now they're just like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see if they're able to pull this off. This is coming from me. I'm a I'm a negative person. Like I'm I'm always people say I'm negative as hell. I'm always saying things um that the glass is always half empty with me. I'm always seeing how things could go wrong. So if I'm telling you that I'm having a hard time seeing where people are going to fall for this again. I don't think people really give a damn. And I live in a, a, a liberal, stupid-ass, dumb, dipshit, liberal town, Washington, D.C. I live in that area, right? I don't, I don't live in D.C. I live in Maryland, but I live in that area, right? I work in that area. So I'm constantly in D.C., and I'm telling you that no one gives a shit. People are walking around with no damn mask. Um, even now, I'm gonna tell you something. They um they recently dropped the mask mandates for the uh for the metro trains in D.C. People stop wearing their masks any damn way. Not everyone. Not everyone. You still got people wearing them. Um. But even before then, even before they dropped the mandates, a lot of people just said they're not going to wear the damn thing. They just—I was seeing people returning from the um, Washington Capitals hockey games, no mask on. I'm talking about hundreds of people, and this is prior to them dropping the mandates. So what that tells me is people are just sick of this shit. How are they going to pull off another pandemic when they've lost so much trust?
people don't trust them anymore. The, the, even the vote blue, no matter who, dumbass, dipshit, Democrats, so-called normies, even they know that this is this this is thing this thing is over. Plus, you have the um. I keep talking about it. You have the November um, elections coming up, and and it's going to be a really bad look for the Democrats to try to push another pandemic with mandates prior to that. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. But at the same time, keep your ears and eyes open and watch and pay attention because I'm going to read it again. Okay. The CD's former CDC director is telling you that this bird flu is the real pandemic. <laughs> what does he mean by that? Now, there was a um, movie, what was it called? Songbird? Something like that. I forget. Uh, I seen it back in, I seen the trailer for it back in 20, I want to say early 2021 or it may have been late 2020 where they showed that there was a COVID-23. Not 19, but 23. And there was martial law and everyone was forced to quarantine and, and it was really bad in the movie. So who knows? We are in 2022. We're, we're approaching we're approaching mid-2022, so who knows? Who knows? I would keep my ears and eyes open, though. 